Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. That's what happens when you allow those nicknames to just take a life of their own. Ian Fitzsimmons, that's him, Freddie Cohen. That's me, Ian, for the God today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on the ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU presented by Progressive Insurance. And in case you missed it, it was a pretty cool weekend with the XFL opening weekend. My man, Ian Fitzsimmons, part of the coverage of two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. You had the game on Saturday night down in Houston. And I'll tell you what, at first I was going to be resistant to it, I'll admit it. I'm an NFL college football elitist. Proud member. I don't mind being that kind I think of person. Most people are. Right, but but I'm the kind of person that won't even give any other league a chance. I know. I've heard it from you for five years. Absolutely. Maybe six. And, and I, the reason I – maybe even seven. But the reason I tuned in, I said, all right, Ian's going to be doing the game. I'm going to support my brother. I want to see what this looks like. I can't lie. It definitely held my attention more than previous iterations when it comes to the XFL even the USFL. Look, one, giving these guys another chance – and talking to I'm Danny Garcia and Dwayne Johnson on the field down in Houston. I mean, Danny is an amazing, amazing woman, the chairwoman, co-owner, first female co-owner of, of a of a sports league. I mean, she is a media mogul. That's her number one thing is because Dwayne Johnson was always that 54th guy. That's mm-hmm. why yeah. during, you know, the XFL um, breakouts and tryout sessions, you know, and he always saw him wearing that jersey number – an Under Armour, you know, tight fit jersey, fifty four, mm-hmm. and th- th- he's embraced that. And to give these guys another opportunity, it's it's remarkable. You saw that scene with AJ McCarron. He's got three national championships. Spent what seven, eight years in the National Football League. Yeah, that was has tremendous. won games as a starter. That moment with his sons when he, when AJ joined us half an hour ago after scoring fifteen points in under two minutes to win the game, he said that's right up there with everything he's accomplished because he wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for the XFL. But Stanley Mapanga. In our meetings with him, a linebacker from the Orlando Guardians, who was a star at TCU, heck of a player. When we asked him what this chance means, he broke down in tears. And thanking, you know, Danny and DJ for and and you know the the Redbird organization who's you know part of the the money behind the XFL, Mr. Mm-hmm. Cardinal, he was literally in tears thanking them for the opportunity to go out one more time, try and prove he can play at the next level but at least go and, and make a nice check right. for his wife and kids. That That's that's behind the scenes. That is an incredible moment for a lot of guys. Like a guy like John Trey Kirkland, I promise you, the wide receiver for the Houston Roughnecks, who was on the LSU National Championship team, mm-hmm. was with the Arizona Cardinals last year. My brother stood on the table like, this guy can play. He's a four-core special teams guy. We can use him. And when you can play so many different positions, he played wide receiver, corner, and quarterback at LSU. When you have, when you're that versatile, that's mm-hmm. invaluable on a 53-man roster. He made no the Cardinals. Had a massive screw-up after he made the team going out and celebrating. Got a Dewey. And he told me, man, that was the biggest learning experience of his life. He shined on Saturday night. He's going to get another shot in no the doubt. NFL. There's a lot of guys like that. So, And the quarterback play, that was your biggest thing for the last few years. Mm-hmm. The quarterback play was more was, than was decent more than i anticipated yep. man i've watched I'm practice a few times being based in dallas texas that's where the hub is brandon silvers a former troy quarterback when i was talking to his head coach at troy he's now the head coach of west virginia neil brown he wouldn't shut up about it. man this guy he, he can spin it I mean, and he looked really good on saturday night so man that's the biggest thing about these leagues is that 
the quarterback play has suffered, and therefore it's been hard to watch. I was very surprised and impressed with what we saw in the first weekend of the XFL. So that, was I. And the rules changes, man. Uh, some of these rules, I promise you, will be implemented into the National Football League. Yeah, because they can get rid of that blanket of secrecy all they want when it comes to the NFL. They love seeing something like that that's going to help their league. They did it before with the whole first time the XFL's around with the cameras on the field and everything like that. That's where this guy Cam came from. Absolutely, from the XFL with He Hate Me. They had that in the back of the jersey. They wound up making an NFL team when it was all said and done. Yeah, the NFL is very good at finding out what makes them more money and makes them more powerful. And a lot of that is siphoning off minor leagues like the XFL and the USL, USFL and putting that into place in the big, bad NFL. Yeah, look, I mean, it, it, I can, one thing I would love to see implemented is, is what going for three. That was, you can yeah. have an 18-point game still be two possessions. Two possessions. First, Bob Stoops will tell you, hey, two possessions. Four, yeah, that's going the coaching for basically fourth and ten, right, from the 10-yard line to get three points. That's and, the coaching. And, and there's no doubt about it. But yeah. technically – it is still, quote, an extra point, but I, I really – I think that is a very cool option because without that, mm-hmm. the Battlehawks don't win that unbelievable game last night. Yeah, no doubt about that. Speaking of the XFL, the two people that got everything started and has put everything into place, Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia, they're going to join us in 25 minutes here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. So that was part of our weekend. I had a chance to watch the XFL. had a chance to watch college basketball. Also had a chance to watch NASCAR. And this was a really cool – 91omg.biz hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and Ian Fitz ESPN. He said the Raleigh area does not have an NFL team. It's a college basketball town. And the NHL put on quite a show with an outdoor game host at NC State on Frozen Finley Football Stadium. 56,000 people were there for that. Southern awesome. Fried Hockey. That was awesome. Outdoors for 56,000 people. So a lot of people finding other things to do, part of not having an NFL weekend. Yeah, you know what? In the NC State Wolfpack football program, you know, Coach Doran, why can't we get 56 in here and sell this thing out every weekend? We're a top 25 team, right? But that that I, I love the outdoor. That was fantastic. It's a stadium year, series yeah, in the I NHL. Love it. But I love it. That, that's awesome. the, the southernmost way going down there. Like, it was barbecue and hockey together when it was in, in Dallas a few years ago, amazing. It was amazing? Yeah. Oh, I, I can only imagine. So what do you do this weekend without the XFL, so I say without the NFL, excuse me, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Tiny in Milwaukee, what did you do this weekend? Yeah, man. Hello? Hello, we got you. Yeah, you got me? Yeah, I watched that Battlehawks game, and I'm telling you right now that they're down 12 with two minutes to go. They go in, and then they choose the three-pointer from the 10-yard line. But the other thing I like is they came back, and they chose to do fourth and 15 instead of an onside kick. (laughs) Which, if you don't get that, you're cooked. I mean, you're, you're, you're giving it up. Oh, deep in your own territory, man, and they got it. Yeah, and I was, I was just like, I'm amazed that, that the NFL should adopt these rules next year already. Yeah, look, we appreciate your phone call, Tiny. And again, beyond impressed with Week One in the XFL, Me the too. access yep. is second to none. What was that like for you? Because normally, it, they, they frown on guys like you, like peeping their head around and listening to their conversations and being that close to the coaches like you were this week. Lee Fitting, who's, who's, you know, awesome when it comes to college football here at ESPN. You know, one, one, of, the, one of the guys mm-hmm. behind the scenes that uh, he, he's a decision maker. And he, uh, he's he, a he power had, broker, he had no great doubt. advice to us when we had a big Zoom meeting last week going into week one. We need you to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And 
about three minutes into the game, I find myself following the ball like I would normally do. And if yeah. there's something happens, I'll go behind the bench and kind of eavesdrop. Because I couldn't find you. Normally, I'd know where you are, yeah. where the ball was. I said, where the heck's he in that? So I, I'm sitting there going, what in the hell am I doing down here? I can just go stand next to Wade Phillips and listen, listen to him call plays. Right. Or Brian Stewart, the defensive coordinator who's with your Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. for years. He's a decor for the Roughnecks. So I, I, I did not leave the bench area for the remainder of the game. It was fascinating wow. to watch and listen to and have all the access and the in-game interviews, uh, which, by the way, if you're the NFL, they allow that. If you're college football, one quick – not maybe not as many as we do in the XFL, yeah. but one quick question to the quarterback coming off the field after he meets with his OC, what you see on that particular play? It, it doesn't take you away from the moment. No it's doubt. literally 10 seconds. And it is tremendous. Going into the locker room, that access, watching Brian Stewart go off on with his guys. I mean, if you're at home watching that, Sam Ocho was like, that's what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. he was able to break down all the football terminology. Yeah. For the viewer, this is what Brian Stewart meant. The access is, is mesmerizing. It really is. That, that was, yeah. again, it took a minute to be comfortable being uncomfortable. But if you're a football fan and you're a diehard, mm-hmm. that access is is it's all for you. You want every bit of it. Yeah, and I know the NFL's a behemoth, but the NFL, remember, it is football. It's not rocket science. You're not trying to send ships in outer space. It's just football. You bring that element to the fans, that's only going to be great for your league. It's yep. not going to be a detriment to anybody coaching it or playing in it. Evans in Georgia, no NFL for the first time in a long time in the weekend. What'd you do this weekend, my friend? Oh wow. Oh, Good morning, brethren, and how y'all doing? We're good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing good. Other than going to church yesterday, I would just say I was most impressed with the NBA All-Star Weekend in Salt Lake. Damon Lillard winning a three-point contest, and then then Mac coming from the G League. It was really awesome. He saved the dunking contest. And I am politicking for next year. Mac defending his crown against Zach Levine, and Aaron Gordon. Yes. What you think? I'll throw in Jean Morant. Let's go four wide. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. Four, yeah. Matt McClung, man, that, that was, I've watched it. I watched it three times. I didn't see it live, obviously, because oh, I was working. I did. It was amazing. But when I heard about it, went back and watched it. Mm-hmm. So did that man just jump over two humans, tap that basketball against the backboard, and then throw it down? That did not happen. And then I watched it again. He, oh, my gosh. He and it did, kept getting he, better. He did. Oh, the third time I'm going, I cannot. Not just touched him. He he rattled the backboard with that ball mm-hmm. after jumping over two human beings. That to just, me was better than the last dunk, though. The the five eighty or whatever the uh, hell it was. That five forty is impressive. I, I know jumping over. Be, Alan I, I Yates, gave him forty degrees. Alan, uh, Alan Yates. I mean, I, I love the jumping over two human beings, but when you can do a revolution and then another one eighty after that, that defies gravity. Period. It's almost like the uh, remember remember the dude from AM one. Is oh, it yeah. the 720? Oh, yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. I, uh-huh. I think That's someone, right. I would like to see someone try to get that joint done because the 540 can be attained by a few people apparently now. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, it's a good very, job. very few. Yeah, very, very <laughs> select. I like upper, the first upper, upper, yeah. upper room. I like them all. I love them all. But it's a great story also. G League dude mm-hmm. out of Texas Tech, the yeah. Georgetown transfer. Only right? played two games in the NBA so far in his career. What does he do? Yeah, saves the dunk contest. Yeah, you and Kenny Smith on Hello. the same mind went from TNT because Kenny Smith, who came in second in the dunk contest, by the way, Kenny Smith. For those who don't know, I didn't know that. UTNT, oh, go Google Kenny Smith slam dunk competition. He did this dunk. He threw it between his legs and went and reversed it off the backboard. People don't realize that Kenny Smith 
was as athletic of a guard when he first got into the league in the NBA out of North Carolina. He finished second in the slam dunk contest early in his NBA career. He could get it. There's I, no question I had about no that. idea. Yeah, oh. but he said the same thing. I didn't know he mm-hmm. said that. You, yeah. you, but you were watching it live, and he said yeah. mm-hmm. McClung essentially yep. saved the dunk contest. He really did. By the way, quick story about Kenny Smith. Um, he played in the Left Rack um, Apartments League in Queens, New York, and I was playing in the same league, and we played the game before he did. And he had just got to North Carolina going into his second year, and he gets the ball at the free throw line, and God thinks he's going to cut him off. He puts it behind his back, cuffs it. Another guy comes over, and he just rams it. On this guy. This guy's about six seven. Played some Division II Councilman in Long Island. Just rams it on this guy. Kingsman didn't say a word, just, you know, did a strut going back the other way. That guy literally went on the bench and sat down, did not play the rest of the game. He got crammed. I don't know if I, would, I don't know if I would have been that depressed that just happened to me. <laughs> or if I'd have been like, man, that was pretty cool. I just got dunked on by Kenny Smith. <laughs> we knew he was gonna be something, but after that I said, Yeah, he he gonna be in the league at a certain point. He's not just going to North Carolina to waste everybody's time. You did not get through in the phone. We'll continue to take your phone calls. What did you do this weekend without the NFL? Hit us up at triple H say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six or on Twitter. My handle Coleman ESPN. Ian's handle at Ian for TSPM and for the guys at Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. We can't believe Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant said what they did to get out of Brooklyn was good for the NBA. We'll dissect that next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Listen to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. So let me get this straight. I'm Freddie Coleman. He's Ian Fitzsimmons on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving both said their trade demands to get out of Brooklyn, Ian, not to be a part of that situation, was good for the NBA. 
I want to make sure I understood yeah, I, that. I don't, I don't that. get that. I, I really don't. And <laughs> I mean, to go ahead and, and, and in a short news cycle, right? Especially with Kevin Durant and a name that big, going to a team that already has Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, that is obviously massive news. And, and news is always good for you. You know, mm-hmm. the NBA, Major League Baseball, you name it. You know, when you have your brand and a marquee name also being in the news, people are talking about it, whether it's at work, at the bar, whatever. That's that that's getting your brand out there. But then what? See, I I never I don't like hearing guys complain about how they're unhappy, especially when they're making that kind of coin and God bless them for it. So when you demand a trade that to me, that, that that's like vinegar on my palate. I, I don't I don't like it. But then we were having this conversation earlier, and Alan Yates, uh-huh. a.k.a. Laugh Track, um, he brought up how he coaches, what, 7th and 8th graders? Which yes, is sir, disturbing yes, that you have an impact <laughs> all be on young people's that lives. That's, I need to call the parents. and, and you know, we, I'm a teacher, man. I'm a that's teacher. what I'm worried about. That's, what we're worried that's about. exactly what, what you're that's, teaching. That's, my point. that's the part that's, that gets us. What are you teaching? Foundational like, skills. You, again, <laughs> what skills and what, and what foundation, foundation are we talking about? <laughs> But bottom line, I mean, and this this shocked me that you're telling me that your guys on your team, they're not fans of a particular NBA team, and this is more NBA than NFL, that they are fans more of individuals than say the Knicks or the Lakers or the Celtics. Yeah, they'll they'll tell you like if you ask them, oh, I'm a fan of LeBron, I'm a fan of KD, I'm a fan of Donovan Mitchell, John John Morant. It's not I like the Grizzlies and I like John Morant. It's I like John Moran. It's hard for me to wrap my head around because once yeah. that player is gone, right, and retires, then what? I mean, I know there's a they new wave coming player. in, but they but then, then the you player. don't have that 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 team that is always going to be there for the most part. And it feels like like the kids that I at least my kids like football. They have fans. They're fans of teams in football, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. I think because. Football players aren't necessarily front-facing guys. They have helmets on and stuff. Uh-huh. The NFL guys, I mean, the NBA guys, you can see them. You know what they look like. So they associate that a little bit more. And, you know, they, they're not fans of teams in the NBA for some odd reason. Here's why I think that's what that's it is. That's amazing to me. It, it, well, here's why. And basically, I, I, because I'm the same way with you, Ian. I, it, when I first heard about this, I'm thinking, boy, that can't be the case. But more than ever before, because of the star system, and not just in sports, social media influencers. It's more about individuals. And the more you can brand yourself individually, the better that you're going to have more people that are going to follow you. A prime example, there's so many social media influencers that I've never heard of that have like 30 million Instagram followers or 14 million Twitter followers. And somebody was on Jimmy Fallon last year. And when she came out, that place erupted like Madonna was going to tour again. And I said, who the hell is this? And my wife, Denise, said, that's so-and-so. And the reason my wife knew about her was because our little cousin knows about her. And she's six years of age. London, who lives in Atlanta, Georgia. More than ever before, if somebody catches your attention, it's not about who is around you. It's about what you can do to really set yourself apart from somebody else. And that is clearly transferred, not so much to NFL players, but definitely NBA players, even hockey players. Definitely in the Major League Baseball, and definitely when it comes to golf, with Tiger Woods still ruling the roost when it comes to indiv- individual achievement. Untouchables. Like they said, the well, untouchables. Well done. Enthusiasms. 
Enthusiasm. And then, and then that dude got a baseball bat upside the head. Yeah, so, well, yeah. well, right now they're taking a baseball bat to the generation so do, from before. So do you agree with Kevin Durant that it's good for the league no, when marquee players no. demand trades publicly? No, it's not good for the league, but I'll say this about Kevin Durant putting that statement out there. Don't take our word for it. This is what he said when he left press conference, when he joined the Phoenix Suns, that his trade demand, Kyrie Irving's trade demand, it wasn't just good for those two individually. It was good for the NBA collectively. I don't think it's bad for the league. It's bringing more eyes to the league. More people are more excited. The tweets that I got and the the the, the news hits that we got from me being traded, Kyrie being traded, just bring more attention to the league. And that's really what makes you money is when you get more attention. So um, I think it's great for the league, to be honest. Teams been trading players and making acquisitions for a long time. Now when a player can, you know, uh, kind of dictate where he wants to go and leaving free agency or demand a trade is just part of the game now. So I don't think it's a bad thing. It's bringing more and more excitement um, to the game. Kevin Durant understands this. The more notorious you can be, the more attention is going to follow you. Whether you, I love Kevin Durant as a player, but he has had some notorious moments in his NBA career. Oh, yeah. Leaving Oklahoma City, go to Golden State, then joining with Kyrie Irving, then forcing his way out of Brooklyn. The more notorious you are, good or bad, the more eyeballs are going to pay attention. His first game in Phoenix, there are going to be plenty of people wondering, okay, what is this going to look like with Kevin Durant? And he understands that. He's like, look, it's part – quote another movie, like in New Jack City, business B, never personal, what Nino Brown said. He clearly understands this is business, and this is part of the business in the NBA, whether you like it or not. Uh, he's right when it comes to it does draw more attention, but it's not always – positive attention it's not always positive right. news but it's attention it, but it is attention I, well, adam silver you know nba commissioner he was asked about this very thing how does he feel you know what impact public trade demands have and does he believe it's good for the league here's a commissioner lots of players long time have behind the scenes asked for trades but they haven't been accommodated because ultimately the teams have concluded that's not in their interest so you you want to find the right balance you want obviously players to honor their contracts and and at the same time certain amount of player movement is good so against strongly against anything said publicly I, I i agree that a certain amount of player movement is good but i think it has to be done in partnership and and honoring those agreements that players and teams enter into i'm all about behind the scenes mm-hmm. do what you have to do right. take care of your business but I'm not a. I, I hear you. I'm Neither not a big I. fan of the public trade demand. Yeah, I, I hear it. Tony in Ohio at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Tony wants to join the talk about this conversation. Big Tony, what you got? Hey, I was just uh, listening, and I'm one of those dudes who, or fans who uh, I follow a, a player, not a team, in the NBA. Who's your player that you I've follow? Been, right now, it's LeBron. For being from Ohio, but in my childhood, I was. It was Carl Malone in the Jazz. And then once he retired, I kind of fell off until LeBron made his entrance. See, my arm is the same way. She was a Michael Jordan fan, never a Bulls fan, but she's a Michael Jordan fan. She's a LeBron James fan. Wherever he goes, that's where she goes. And she's from our generation. So she's one of the outliers when it comes to that. But to his point and the way my aunt is, there are plenty of people more than ever before, younger people, that I want to see that player. They, you know, they treat them like, like they're a rock star in terms of being a singer. In a, they don't care yeah, about the band. They the, care about the singer. The days of Kobe and Dirk, you know, and, and the the one team that's that's an outlier now. Giannis seems to be one of those guys. I don't see him leaving Milwaukee. I'm with you. He had the chance. That's home to him. Yeah, same as Steph Curry, Golden State. 
Dame Lillard, Portland. Mm-hmm. Those are the minority. Yeah. Most right. guys, they want out. They're going to yeah. force their ways yeah. out. Well, it well, is Al, a player's league. Well, Al, yes, our, our boy Billy, Billy Trice. How much did he crush Damian Lillard for wanting to stay in Portland and not ring chase? A lot. And I, I, I low-key, I'm starting to turn with him because, like, as good as Dame is, part of me wants him to be selfish to give himself an, a, a chance to win a chip. But but what he's doing, exactly. I think, is extremely more honorable no in question. the current climate no question. than a lot of people would get. Uh, like, yeah. You know, uh, they killed Allen Iverson for not wanting to yep. leave Philly, and he left Philly, and da, 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 da. And they like, killed him anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to win for you can't win for losing. So yeah, I, I'm with you. Either way, if somebody wants to do what they want to do, they should be allowed to do it. But we know in this day and age, in 21st century entertainment, <laughs> a lot of opinions going to fly one way or the other. Good stuff from Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman in for the boys today. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance and the XFL kicked off this weekend. And these two people are going to make sure that this time it's going to last. They join us next on ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm going to read you a quote here on Freddie and Fitzsimmons. And for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and also on ESPNU. When they told you that the dream was over, but here's the truth. Your dream is just beginning. That's what Dwayne Johnson said to players in the middle of a broadcast on Saturday in Arlington, Texas, with the XFL kicking off the weekend. He's not only the owner and an actor, but also joined with Danny Garcia, who is also the first XFL chairwoman and owner both of those two joining us here on Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max. Number one, it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys join us. Number two, Dwayne, I'm going to start with you. When you had that quote and you said that quote, what went through your body and your mind? Because I got chills hearing that when you said that to everybody this past Saturday down in Arlington, Texas. Well, thank you. Thanks, Freddie and Ian, for having us on. We appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I've had the privilege of speaking in front of a lot of crowds uh, over the years and doing some hype speeches pre-Super Bowl, WWE. This one was special. This league means something very special to Danny and I. So I wanted to open up on broadcast um, a message to the players, directly to the players. And we we have had the opportunity to meet with them, speak with them over the months. I've seen it on their faces and I've seen it in their eyes. Is, you know, when you're told, hey, your dream is over, well, I wanted to express to them that in this moment, as they take the field, their dream is actually just beginning. So what an honor it was for Danny and I to, um, to be able to, to create that moment for them. Because 
you know, guys, we've all been there, and we, and we love sports. We love football, and, and there are so many players out there who represent player 54, 53 men on an NFL roster. I was always number player 54. DJ, you're good, but you're not good enough. There are so many <laughs> players out there like that chip on their shoulder, and, and they were all on those sidelines. Uh, and, um, yeah, so I wanted to speak directly to them. You're going to see a lot of guys make rosters. You know, Trent Harris, I think, in the game that I had, he had four sacks in that game. You know, John Trey Kirkland you know, was with the Arizona Cardinals when my brother was, was an assistant coach, and he's going to be on an NFL roster. There's no doubt in my mind. And, Danny, the, to, to that, those stories, and then ones like we told you on the field, and I, I'm curious to get your reaction, especially to share with everybody else, when we told you that Stansley Mapongo, TCU linebacker, when we asked him about this opportunity to continue to play ball, he broke down in tears and just was thanking you all in Redbird for this opportunity to continue his career and to be able to provide for his wife and kids. Danny, when you hear that, what is your reaction? That, you know, moments like that, I am, first of all, we are humbled to be a part of that journey, to give them opportunity, to give all of them opportunity. There's not a moment, and there wasn't a moment in the development of the league for all of us as owners and in partnership that we weren't committed to unleashing the dreams that football makes possible. And that means that opportunity. That means never forgetting the humanity of our athletes and our players and our fans. So uh, there's emotional moments for them on the field. There's an incredibly emotional moments for us, for me on that field, as I'm seeing all these athletes who we've seen from the showcases to when they loaded in at camp, and now they're on those fields under the big lights on ESPN. And ABC, I mean, it's it's been it's been emotions every day. Dwayne Johnson, XFL owner, Danny Garcia, XFL chairwoman and owner, talking about the XFL's opening weekend here with Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Dwayne, for those who don't know, how did this start? Because the XFL's tried twice. It's failed twice. What made you think that you and Danny could say, you know what, we think the third time's going to be a charm this time? Well, uh, well, let me take you back just a little bit. Three years ago, uh, March of 2020, I get a call from Danny, and she said, hey, I got, I, got a, I got an idea. It's a crazy idea, but it's a big idea. I said, well, don't threaten me with a big idea. You know, bring it on. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> she, she, said, she said, let's buy the XFL. And, guys, I got to tell you, it was not only the easiest yes, but you know in life when something, when an idea shifts and clicks, and you know immediately, oh, this is something special. So immediately, we talk about emotions, uh, how emotional the player got, how emotional we, we have been through this. You talk about a full circle moment. Uh, you know, we waited around in that 95 draft, which was a hell of a draft, as you guys know. Um, we waited in our little apartment uh, down in Miami, Florida, for the call from the NFL that never came. So, of co- so that's how emotional... Uh, that, those are the kind of feelings that this that this league creates. That's why it's so deep for us. So you asked the question on on well, what make what will make it work? What hopefully can make it work third time around? I think is the intention, is the mana and the spirit behind it. Um, this is deeper for us. It's not just hey, let's expand our business portfolio with this uh, cool opportunity. This is well, wait a second. This was the dream. Football was the dream, man. That was gonna 
that was going to take care of our families. It never happened. Now, luckily, by the grace of blessing, things, things have worked out pretty good for us. Uh, but for us to be here now, so I think, it's, I think it's the intention. I'd love for our chairwoman to talk about this, too. I think it's our intention. We also took our time. We didn't want to rush it. Uh, we could have put the league up about a year, year and a half ago, possibly even two years earlier. We really wanted to take our time. It was important for us to go respectfully, hat in hand, to go to the NFL, Roger, Goodell, Troy, Vincent, our friends, uh, and partner with them and hopefully uh, become good partners in the spirit of dynamic gameplay, innovative ruling, etc. All, by the way, to grow the game of football that we love. So I think we took our time. We've got the right partners around us, the best people. Um, and I'll pause there. I'll let Please, Chairwoman, take it from here. <laughs> I'll just, you're saying it so beautifully. I'll just wrap it around Thank you. just to say that also the, the sustainability. We didn't go into this saying this is a one-year move, a two-year move. This is three, five, ten years. When right. you're building a league, you have to know, you have to understand that capital investment. I can't speak to the decisions that were made in the past where the other leagues, spring leagues, that didn't work. But I know that we have the financing. I know that we have an incredible partner with Redbird Capital and Jerry Cardinal. I know that we have taken those balance sheets and that business plan and torn it apart and put it together. And most importantly, that we're committed to our communities, our teams, and the long run. And that's going to be the difference. Danny, what made you make that phone call? Where, where, what made you think, you know what, this will work. We can, we, we can do this. Yeah. We know the uh, so I saw that the 2020 version, the 2.0 version came out that Vince McMahon had put out, which was a phenomenal product. As soon as I saw that first game, we were talking about this. We saw these athletes on the field and DJ reference back. It could have been him. The other thing that was so obvious is you could see the play. You could see how passionate the athletes were that every moment mattered. And in my mind, I was like. Why am I not owning this? Why don't we own a franchise? <laughs> you know? uh, and and the, I literally was, I need to be involved in this. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. You know, Vince's company is a live event model, so that was a huge blow. But it gave us an opportunity, and everything we have done in the last 30 years of our professional career, and I'm dating us, but from live <laughs> events, from films, from consumer products, made us what I felt were just the perfect stewards of the game. And I thought we could absolutely bring in a level of storytelling. We would understand these athletes. We're both professional athletes. We would understand our players. We love our fans. We understand that. And I was like, this is our playing field. This is where we can do everything we have learned and put it into this sport. And so it was a, it was a heart decision. When I made that phone call, I was just like, DJ. <laughs> and uh, it was the best. Yeah. And, and look, the, the first weekend beyond impressed. No uh, Privilege to be out there. And and DJ, by the way, I got to apologize. My sense of awareness stinks. I'm, I'm, you're, you're walking. You're Sorry, talking guys. to Lamar Thomas, and next thing you know, man, I'm, I'm interrupting a conversation with your former teammate. I'm a moron, but you know that. <laughs> man, uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was well. First of all, it was. It was. It was great. It was great to see Lamar. Um, Danny, you got it. You're good. I got okay, it. Okay, cool. Uh, it was great to see Lamar, and uh, you know, oh. a- any any time 
that you see your old teammates, yep. regardless of what you're doing in life, regardless of where you're at in life. You guys know that. We all know that. Yep. Like, the conversation goes right back to college yep. on the things True. that you shouldn't have done and how you screwed up and things like that. So it was it, it was so, it was so good to see so Lamar, good. by the way, because, you know, think about it, guys. I mean, we when we were there, yeah. those 90s teams, University of Miami, I mean, we were changing the way the game was played, man. Yeah. You know, with, with, uh, with our offense back then and Lamar, we go over the top, Toretto to Thomas mm-hmm. all the time, so it was good seeing him. Yeah. And Lamar is still pretty. He's still pretty. <laughs> yeah. Still makes 36 yeah. look good. Put it this, he, still, he still has it going on. I'm sure that he has everybody going, who is that when it he comes does. to Lamar Thomas? No doubt about that. Yeah. They describe it perfectly. The so XFL great. is the league of grit, passion, culture, and opportunity. No two better examples of that than Dwayne Johnson, XFL owner, and Danny Garcia, XFL chairwoman and owner, gracious with their time to join us after the first week where we believe it's going to be a long and successful partnership with the XFL in the third time around joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mr. Johnson, Ms. Garcia, thank you so much. Continued success, and thanks for joining us on this Monday, and you take care. Thank you guys oh, thank so you guys. much. Take you, care. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Just think about his story alone is unreal. And then being partnership with Danny Garcia, whose story is equally unreal. Media mogul. Absolutely. And putting this together and saying, yeah, we took our time with this, but all it took was one phone call. What if she decided to make that phone call? Maybe we don't have an XFL trying for the third time. It seems that this may be the stuff that keeps this going, unlike the previous two times. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie, coming in for the guys on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. And one thing the XFL does not have to worry about is something that is a major, major problem in the NBA. We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie, coming together. And for the guys today, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Don't forget about us on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. I give Kyrie Irving a lot of credit. When he stands on something, he stands on something. It could be made of water. It could be made of sand. <laughs> it could be made of jello. He thinks he can stand on water. But yeah, he certainly does, especially when he gets to a certain place and you push him right off and goes right into the water, but I digress. The load management issue, and you knew that was going to creep up during the All-Star weekend that just ended. 
Kyrie Irving had this response to the narrative and why it's not any good for the NBA. I don't know who created the term load management. I don't know who started the narrative, but it's completely run amok. I think it's dehumanized some of us in terms of uh, just the way we prepare ourselves day to day. This is a 24-7 job. Okay. Look, maybe it's just because guys like Michael Jordan never took games off mm-hmm. unless they were hurt or Larry Bird or Magic Johnson or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or even right now, you know, Giannis, LeBron James. You don't see those guys taking days off unless they are really hurt. You know, especially when LeBron was you – know, this is a 38-year-old LeBron. You go back to when he was, you know, in his 20s and early 30s, there was no way unless he was hurt he's taking a day off. And so now – I think Kawhi Leonard is kind of the poster child but mm-hmm. of, of load management. But, or unfair, but true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who came up with the term either, Kawhi, but it's – it's you know, or, or Kyrie, but it's it's a fact. Players are doing it. And I think it's, it's – it's, when it comes to – in the, the modern era right now, like, and this is all sports, man. We're not going to see, you know, the days of Nolan Ryan and Louis Tiant going throwing for you know two hundred pitches in a game and on three days rest coming back and going back at it again mm-hmm. and throwing another two hundred. Those days right. are gone. You go six innings now, you're celebrated. That's a, you know, six innings and, and giving up fewer than three runs is a quality start. Literally, that, that's a that's a stat. Mm-hmm. So we all know that, that that it's a different era that we're we're living in, but. The decision when to rest and not to rest, I mean, it's, it, it, I guess it can be hard because this this is just modern basketball, and this is the way right. baseball is. So if it, it's a catch twenty two for marquee players when you're on the road and you have a, you know, a family of four where little Johnny and little Debbie want to go see Kyrie Irving play, and right. Kevin Durant, and they, they've paid four or five hundred dollars to drive you know forty miles to go to their nearest team. Their squad and they're you know and, and you're expecting to see these marquee players. Dad, how we're gonna go see Kyrie and KD tonight? <laughs> Record stop, scratch, right? And because that morning it's been decided, even though it may have been decided weeks ago, but you got to sell the tickets. They're not playing. That stinks. But then on the other side, mm-hmm. do you rest at home when that's your team and right. your fans? Right. So it, it it's it's a catch twenty two. It, it Without a doubt, man, I mean, you can go with both sides of that coin. But to say that uh, it, it, it denigrates players and it, it hurts their image, you're the ones that are deciding whether to play or not to play when you are healthy. That's fair. And also what the organization will allow you to do, depending on the power exactly. that you have a church and state. Dennis in Delaware wants to weigh in on this at 888-729-3776. Dennis the Menace, what you got? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. You know I love the show. I just have a hard time understanding Kyrie sometimes. <laughs> I mean, he takes, off, he takes off Wednesday night, 90 minutes before the game. He says he has a backache against, the, against uh, the Nuggets, which was a really important game. It was on the road. Mm-hmm. Dallas loses. it, And then he's on a plane, you know, 24, 48 hours later, yeah. celebrating All-Star weekend. And, you know, and shattering the Mavericks scoring record while Luke is sitting on the bench twiddling his thumbs. The thing with Kyrie, I mean, here's the thing. Take it for what it is. His performance on the court is second to none. But all of this stuff about, you know, boosting the movie, the, you know, Hebrews to Negroes, the anti-Semitic thing, the refusal to get vaccinated, the conspiracy theories that he posted with Alex Jones, Saying the saying the world is flat, I just have a huge 
issue with Kyrie Irving, whether he wants to be an influential person, whether he wants to win an NBA championship, I just don't understand him. Can you help me along the way? I know his performance on the court is awesome. He just seems to me that, you know, he's, I don't know, is he selfish? Is he a team player? I just don't like when a guy takes off on a big game and then shows up at All-Star Weekend, you know, lightening up. Dennis and Delaware, appreciate the call, number one. Here's the best way that I've explained Kyrie and Ian, you know this because we've been working together for more than a minute. There's no way on God's green earth that Kyrie Irving is an unintelligent person. But when he believes something, he takes it from the stance of being unintelligent. He digs it. He digs his spurs in. Right. And he's not I, turning it loose. And I get what he's saying about, you know what, that he's tired of the narrative. Well, the average for a family of four to spend on an NBA game is an average of $444. I'm not even talking about – just talking about that's, – That's parking and tickets. Tickets, parking – hot dogs, beer, and sodas. So when you come at fans and say something like that, they may want to be on your side, but you're not helping your case. The problem with that is Kyrie Irving doesn't care because he believes what he believes, and he believes he's right. Oh, without a doubt. And even if he's the only one, hmm? he's he's not going to turn it loose. Yeah, But Lotus management is an issue. It is an issue, right. And it's not going to go away because it's going to continue to be yep. an issue because the players want to do it. Players league. And the teams will allow them to do it. But does the NBA actually have a load management problem? We'll tell that truth next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.